Hello, everybody. You are listening to Hotter Than Health, episode 48. My name is Eliza Gelman. I am your host. This is a podcast focusing on fitness, nutrition, health, overall healthy lifestyles, and of course, your morning conference call. And if you don't know what that is, I'm sure you will by the end of the episode. Hope everyone is doing amazing. Um, Quick recap on last week, I was with Dr. Jason Perro, and he uh, he was talking a little bit about the keto diet, talking about chiropractics, talking about what we in this generation call text neck. It was a lot of information and it was amazing. So if you have any questions, a lot of people ask about the keto diet, especially clients who I'm making nutrition guides for. So um, if you have questions about that, he does address a lot of them. So make sure you listen to that one. You can find it anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Um, And also, since we are uh, talking about podcasts, duh, um, y'all know that I don't want to put ads on here. I'm not like plugging random BS. We're not talking about Midas tires. We're not talking about, um, like home goods on here. We're just talking about health, nutrition, fitness, things that are on brand for that. With that being said, we still want to grow the podcast, right? We want to show our friends. We want to show our family. We want to make sure that this knowledge is getting out there. So the best, best, best way to contribute to the podcast is to actually go on and subscribe. So little link on your phone, wherever you're listening, next stoplight you're at, if you're uh, at work on your computer, even if you know you can't find it right away, give yourself like two minutes, go on, subscribe to the podcast. It means the world definitely helps um, when we share the content and it really helps with SEO. So I would love that from all of you guys just as a little contribution. So let me know um, if you guys review, screenshot it, share it. Would love to see it. Thanks so much again for listening. And we're going to get into it. So I was talking to a couple of people last week and then just, you know, I feel like I've done this one or two times, just making a little bit of a master list about my weekly routine and you know, I'm not perfect, but in a perfect world, I kind of wanted to go over what my workout routine would be, what my meals would look like, what types of supplements, if any, I was using, what kind of sleep I'm getting, a daily routine, just because some of you guys are just now tuning in. That's all good. But um, we're going to get a little more specific today because people like specifics. You know, I post one brand, get a bunch of questions, which is awesome. Like keep asking questions, but I just thought I would compile some of that information into one podcast episode. So kind of the master list um, episode, we're going to talk a little bit about skincare as I have like three throbbing zits on my face, which is amazing because I'm menstrual as fuck. And um, if you follow me on Instagram, you will see that throughout this week, I've just been super emotional, super, whether that be a high or a low, like Uh, yesterday and the day before I cried like three different times one time for happy tears one time for frustrated angry tears I just the week before I get my period I am um, just for probably two days I get so just heart heavy heart open heart putty I am just a, a ball of love or a ball of anger I'm just manic it's not pleasant to be around and I'm truly sorry I have to go into work and preface everything I say with please don't be offended by even if it's I love you or hey you look great today it's like please don't take offense to anything I say although I will be taking offense to everything you say and I typically don't usually I don't really care what people say but um that is different on these weeks so 
what happened yesterday was I was having one of my really high highs, feeling great in the middle of coaching a class. I was demonstrating everything. And the day before I had just had so many breakdowns. I was like, everyone wants everything from me. How am I supposed to survive like this? I overload myself with tasks and things I need to do. I've got a million things on my plate. And sometimes I feel like my time Um, my time is just so precious and I feel like once that happens I just kind of collapse and I'm trying really hard to not overload myself working on that so I actually slept in this morning until about 7 and which typically I'm waking up on average at like 5 15 but woke up around 7 this morning let myself go on a little walk and I'm recording the podcast early because it's super important to me so knocking off the most important things first is really helpful um instead of waking up and going for a huge workout, which makes me hungry, which then I got to eat. And then I'm, you know, all over the place throughout the day. My timing gets a strew and that's not a word. My my timing gets all wonky, but either way. So I was feeling crazy yesterday. I cried a million times the day before and all of a sudden I was in the middle of demonstrating a jump squat in my class and I turn to and our doors at Hilo, the gym that I'm coaching at, um, the room that I coach in the high room, it's in, it's intense. It's dark, red lights, blue lights. It's amazing. Um, I look over to the door. It starts to open, and you can see like this little crack of light. And I see a phone pop in, like it's recording a video. I was like, oh, they're just recording like as I demo because they sometimes do that. So they'll record that, and then they continue to walk in and it's two of our girls who work at the front desk Gina and Jenna and then another one Keith who like runs our studio and or anyways and they all had their phones and then they pushed my father into the door he's holding a bouquet of flowers and a card and they're all cheering and laughing and I'm gonna cry right now it's 8 a.m and I'm already crying and he walks in and I just drop my mic and I sprint over to him I was like everyone this is my father and he's it was just such a special moment I'm literally tears are welling in my eyes right now and it was just such a special moment because whoa menstrual um let me regather myself so just I feel like y'all know my I guess we're getting deep on this podcast y'all know my history lost my mom a few years ago very difficult and Every day, it's a practice of, you know, gratitude and basically working with what you've got and using the tools that your parents have given you in the past and, you know, trying to make yourself a good person so that you can honor them, honor yourself, all of these things that goes way deeper than just like being nice. And um, just sometimes that gets overwhelming. And I feel like lately I have been kind of just like calling to the universe, like, hey, I want more family time. I want more family time, even though I don't know what that looks like. I don't really live near any family not much family. Um, and my sister and my dad are the family that I'm closest to. So, um, just having him walk through the doors, he lives in Charlotte, but he was here for work for one night, but I didn't know. Um, the timing of it was literally just the universe putting him there when I needed him most. And I'm, I was blown away. I was like, I, made this happen just by wanting it and actively saying yes to little things like you know I have random family that I never see maybe maybe once every other year from Portland flying in and I was like yeah of course we'll go to dinner like I'll pick you up from the airport and then um you know then my dad came into town and I didn't know it and I only got to see him for two minutes but it was 
it filled me up. So just know that if you want it and you start saying yes to the little things that are getting you closer to a goal, whether it be weight loss, whether it be getting into a fitness routine, whether it be um, eating healthier throughout the day, even those small measurable things like saying yes to someone who's extended family who's coming into town just for a few hours like say yes to those things if your goal is to you know mine is to get a little closer to family right now so whoa that's enough information about that um this I guess is going to be a very long podcast episode so um let's get into what we are talking about today so I'm going to take you guys through um a weekly routine for workouts for how I mix it up what my diet is looking like um and skincare, all of that good stuff. So I would say I, I'll start with fitness and then we'll kind of track off from there. So fitness wise, I try to get some type of movement in every single day. So for instance, even just this morning, I was like, okay, I have about 30 minutes before I need a podcast. I'm going to go for a little walk, listen to a podcast for about 15 minutes. And I just walked around my neighborhood. Um, typically what I will do on my ideal week for workouts three two mornings out of the week and then one morning on a Saturday typically I will go to hot yoga and it's a 50 minute class really intense intense for me uh, really intense I'm usually sweating my nuts off we have these um infrared panels that really like heat you from the inside it's really incredible you really get loose and you feel confident and comfortable in those positions in hot yoga if yoga is not your thing that's totally fine but I have found that um, it's really helped with my core stability it's really helped with me not thinking so much about what you know who I'm competing with maybe in a different kind of workout so it's really been a place of center and I never regret going not like I regret any workout but I really never regret hot yoga. Um, I do wring out my clothes at the end though. So I'll do that about three times per week, not in a row though. So I won't do yoga three times in a row. I'll make sure that I'm getting some resistance training, weight training, and some high intensity interval training as well. So um, on Monday this week, I opened the gym. So I didn't get to work out early in the morning, but what I did was I took a, um, high intensity chest core and tricep workout during the afternoon. So that was one high intensity workout that was weightlifting and a little bit of cardio. So worked my upper body on Monday. That was really good for me. I try and get one to two workouts, um, one full body workout, which incorporates your upper body, whether that be push-ups, tricep extensions, um, lat pull-downs at the gym, whether it be um, assisted pull-ups, whatever it is, um, try and incorporate one upper body weightlifting day and then one full body weightlifting day where you are hitting your arms, legs, core, back, shoulders, all that good stuff. So one of those days will be upper body. And then the next day will be hopefully yoga and then a little bit of cardio. So maybe a long walk or some sprints on a treadmill. And I posted that sprint workout on my highlights, on my workout highlights on my Instagram. So if you guys go back, check that out. It's awesome. It's tough, but it's awesome. You can always modify and you can also do those timings, that timing on the bike or a Stairmaster. And then two out of the 
five or six days a week that I'm working out, I try and do lower body. So I'll usually do one lower body workout at the gym that I work at. So I'll do a high intensity class typically in the morning. I don't like doing high intensity at night. I want my cortisol levels to start winding down before I go to bed. So I'll do a morning or early afternoon class uh, for lower body. And then on my own, I'll do a... um, I'll do a lower body workout at the gym. So yesterday, for instance, I did heavy weighted back squats paired with jump squats. And then I did about four sets of that. After that, I did the reverse hack squat where you put your shoulders on this machine and you squat down, all the weight comes down and you press up. I did that with some good morning. So I was working my deadlifts. I was working my hamstrings. I was working squats. Um, and then I did some lateral movements and some one leg movements just to work on the stability, things like that. Um, so I like to incorporate some cardio into my leg days and any workout that I do. And typically I'll do that with burpees or jump squats or jump rope, things like that. So I'll do two lower body workouts and then one full body workout where I'm hitting legs as well. So I'm hitting legs like two and a half times throughout the week. And I just, I like that. That's the way I'm doing it. Um, I genuinely don't like doing ab workouts that much. I just never have been a huge fan. You know, you always hear people be like, yeah, you know, I run a little bit. I do some cardio, do some abs. Uh, Stop doing abs. You get a lot of ab workouts in other workouts that you do. It is important that you work your core, but make sure that when you work your core, you're also working your back because that's part of your core. It's not just your front abdominals. So making sure that you're working your um, entire core one to two times per week and then really engaging it for other um, other workouts, other movements that you're doing. So like if you're doing a heavy squat, make sure that you're really engaging your core. If you're doing a um, pull up, if you're doing a bench press for your chest, make sure you're really engaging your core. So you're still getting some of that work there. And then I try and do like I said, three yoga workouts per weekend. Sometimes on the weekend, on a Saturday, I will, if I'm doing Saturday and Sunday, like this past weekend I did, ideally I would do um, maybe some sprints at the gym on a treadmill and then go into a hot yoga class. So I'm getting some cardio, getting my heart rate up, sweating, because I just feel really powerful when I do the sprints. And then I go in, take a 50 minute yoga class, sweat my tits off and then leave, have my day, feel amazing, farmer's market, all that good stuff. And then Sunday really is either a day where I don't do anything except for go for a long walk or I will go to yoga um, that morning as well. So sometimes I'm lucky and I get three or four yogas in per week. That is rare, but I'm like I'm saying, this is ideal. Um, anyways, that's just what I wanted to talk about with my split and how I like to split up my workouts throughout the week. It's so important to find that balance. So if you have knee injuries, then maybe things like, um, an elliptical or rowing or, uh, swimming, if you have the opportunity, that is huge. Those are amazing workouts. Um, if you're more of like a full body worker, you like to sprint it out. Um, like I do, I genuinely feel like sprints on the treadmill are what changed my body. So I'm going to try and hit those three times this week. I did it once. I'll try and do it again um, tomorrow, maybe before yoga. So I have tomorrow's like an anomaly. I'm going to go take a friend's class around 4.15 in the afternoon, which I never do, but it was just the only time that fit. want to go support. And um, I might try and go do like 10 minutes of sprint before yoga tomorrow morning, which is Friday. And then later on in the day, that'll be like a two a days kind of thing for me. Um, either way. 
that's what I do for workouts, really try and mix it up. Sprints for me and weight training and yoga are like the three things that really change and sculpt and transform my body. And sprints are just really efficient. I love them. So I'll go just to give you a little teaser. I'll go on like a five or six incline. I'll do eight to 12 rounds of 30 to 35 seconds on and about 30 seconds off of my sprints. And I'm really pumping my arms, engaging my core, long strides, heavy in my heels so I can feel it the entire time. And then onto your toes. Like there's a great form. Don't clench your fists while you're running, keep your fingers loose, really focus. And then you hop off the treadmill. Again, that does take practice. I have eaten shit a couple times, so just be careful. Um, so that's that for my workouts. And then everyone wants to know about my nutrition. What do I eat on a day-to-day? Listen, I don't have a YouTube. I don't have a vlog. I don't do, I haven't done like a day-to-day day in the life food diary post, which maybe I should do. If y'all want me to do that, just give me feedback. I don't know. Um, But here's typically what that looks like. So on the mornings when I go in and I coach, a lot of the mornings I will coach fasted. So I won't do really anything in my coffee. And I know it's not technically a fast if you're putting um, like oat milk or almond milk, but I'll do just a little bit of almond milk and a little bit of ashwagandha cinnamon and maybe a little bit of creamer just to mix things up a little bit. I know it's not technically fasting, but if I have a big meal before I coach a bunch of classes, then I just, I feel gross and tired. So the mornings when I'm coaching early, I'll do it fasted. Or if I'm doing a workout before I coach, then what I'll do is I'll bring in like a half a chia seed, half oat, half oatmeal. Um, they're like organic gluten-free rolled oats. I'll do a little bit of that with a little bit of oat milk with cinnamon, maybe a dash of honey, and then like one or two dates from the gym that I work out. Cause we just have some dates laying around or I'll do some, um, like half of a frozen banana. So it's still got that crunchy, um, harder texture. And then I'll make sure that I do some flax powder on top of that. Um, sometimes I'll even put a scoop of my hemp protein into it. So I'm getting about 15 to 16 grams of protein in that getting a little bit of those essential fats from the chia seeds. I'm not a ton of fat, but you're getting a little bit of those healthy fats and those complete amino acids, those, um, good, healthy omega threes, all that good stuff. So getting some healthy carbs, getting some healthy protein after your workout. But, um, since it is all plant-based, that's like pretty easy to digest proper food combining with that. Um, Other days that I am not bringing my lunch to work, it will be something like a green smoothie from down the street. So I'll get a kale, spinach, half a banana, a little bit of honey, chia seed, hemp protein, and hemp seeds in the smoothie. Um, I try and do that maybe once a week and I'll just like scarf it down. I don't I don't sip slowly, if you will. And yes, I bring my own straws. Fuck off. So I'll do that. I'll do that green smoothie once in a while. Um, Today, so tonight is a night that I coach at night. And so during the day, I'm going to go... I just went for a walk recording the podcast. And then after this around 10 o'clock, I'm going to go like once I'm done editing and everything, I will make a little breakfast here. I'm going to do some gluten-free rolled oats, um, just a little bit of my protein powder, a little bit of uh, chia seeds, like I said, and then some mixed fruits in there. And um, that will be my breakfast for this morning, unless I find anything intriguing. When I'm home, if I'm not doing that, I'll do a little bit of quinoa, maybe a little bit of black beans and some sauteed kale with a tiny bit of avocado just to get those essential fats in there. So that is also what a breakfast could look like for me. I'm not like, 
I don't care if I'm getting something like pancakes or eggs or things like that. It doesn't need to look like breakfast to be breaking a fast, you know? So don't be super closed off and closed minded to other types of meals that could be used as breakfast. So things like quinoa, people are like, you eat quinoa for breakfast? I'm like, it's just food. It doesn't matter when I eat it throughout the day. You know what I mean? Like, it's just whatever. So that'll be that. And I'm already getting hungry thinking about it. Well, my mouth is not my stomach. So that'll be this morning. And then later on in the day, I'll do something. I'll come home from coaching and I will do a massive salad. And this is where I'll get detailed. So I'll do a massive salad, whether it's, um, I like to mix up my greens. So I'll either do a bunch of spinach a lot of chopped up, really chopped up kale. I'll try and massage it with my hands a little bit with some avocado. So I w- I'll kind of use an avocado as a dressing because it's super creamy. And then I'll put some um, mustard in it later. But I'll chop up some, let's just say it's kale and some romaine today. Um, and then I'll get a couple sprigs of parsley, scatter those around. I'll do a bunch of black olives. If you don't like olives and you still want to get those essential fats, avocados are great as well. I'll sometimes do a little bit of chia gel. So I'll soak a little bit of chia, like one teaspoon with a little bit of water. Let that sit for a couple minutes, put it in there. I will do pumpkin seeds, which are an amazing source of iron, um, omega-3s, protein, fats, all that good stuff. I love protein or I love pumpkin seeds. And then I'll do sun-dried tomatoes. I'll do cucumber. I will do, I'm trying to think, what else do I have in my fridge right now? Ooh, artichoke hearts. And then sometimes I'll make like a jackfruit cake to put on top of it. And with those hemp seeds, with all the vegetables that you're getting in there, and with the pumpkin seeds, I end up getting around 15 or 16 grams of protein just in that meal. So if you ever want to, you can always do, um, like, sometimes I'll go to Whole Foods and get a little bit of tofu. Sometimes I'll do um, shrimp once in a while. I'll do smoked salmon. But I'm just, I haven't been doing animal products for the past couple of weeks. So I feel really good, but that's where I'm getting my protein, my um, proper food combined carbs and fats, all that good stuff. So that's a massive salad. And when I mean massive salad, I mean like salad mixing bowl, huge thing, whole entire thing. Usually I have mushrooms and onions that I'll saute a little bit because I like to put some texture. I like some heat in my salad. So I'll saute those up and then it kind of wilts some of that, um, some of that lettuce in the salad without me having to like cook a huge protein or saute more vegetables than that. So I'll do that. And then for dinner, I will, there are a couple of things that I'll do. So if I haven't had a big uh, workout that day, or maybe I'm not super, super hungry and I just want to eat in volume just to eat, then I will do something either like a zoodle or a brown rice pasta mixed with a ton of vegetables. Whatever I do, I will mix in any vegetables that I had. So last night, for example, I boiled some brown rice pasta, or this was the night before last. Last night I was feeling menstrual and I just went out and got a jazzy pizza, vegan from Dell's. It was black beans, tortillas, um, basically a Mexican salad with a bunch of avocado, hold the lettuce on a pizza. It was incredible. My roommate and I ate the whole thing, whereas she had one slice and I had like 15. There we are. And um, other nights I'll do things like a shirataki noodle, which are also known as like miracle noodles. They're just made from a root and they don't have any carbs. They don't have any calories. They don't have any anything. So they're just these like wiggly little white pale noodles that come packed in this jelly. You can get them in the oriental section. Sometimes you can get them near the tofu. Um, for some people, they make their tummy a little upset and they give them gas, but I have not had that experience. So just make sure that you rinse them really well. So I'll do that. And last the other night I sauteed mushrooms, zucchinis, onions, um, 
a bunch of kale, one of those jackfruit cakes. So like a lot of vegetables. And then I did some sun-dried tomatoes over it. And for a protein, I did a bunch of nutritional yeast, which is a cheesy flavor. I did probably mm, six or seven grams of protein just from the nutritional yeast. I did about three or four grams of protein just from the hemp seeds I put on top of it. And then um, what else did I do? Oh, I sauteed some black beans with it. So I got 25, 30 grams of protein just from that meal. And so throughout the day, I'm getting like 60 to 70 grams of protein, which is great for me. That's awesome. I'm five, seven, um, around 125 fluctuating, um, good body fat percentage, good lean muscle, um, feeling really good and strong right now. I never feel like depleted from my workouts. I don't feel like I'm over exhausting myself, but I am really consistent with my diet. So just making sure that like, if I'm eating a bunch that night, then it's a bunch of veggies. I never deprive myself. I never, you know, think about calories, things like that. I mean, I do once in a while who doesn't, but, um, I don't make it a part of my nutritional habits. I know that if I'm eating a lot of fiber, then I'm good. Or I know that if I'm eating a lot of, um, protein, then maybe I can go a little lighter on the carbs, things like that. Other nights, if I am eating animal products, I will do things like zoodles and saute some some shrimp over it and do some brown rice pasta, just like a half a cup mixing with the zoodles. So a lot of zoodles, a a little bit of brown rice pasta, shrimp, some vegan pesto, and some sun-dried tomatoes change the game. And then a bunch of uh, vegetables sauteed in there. So usually my bowls of pasta, quote-unquote pasta, are, like I said, like the size of that salad. So a huge mixing bowl worth. Um, and if we're just getting really specific, uh, throughout the day, I'll be snacking on cucumbers with hemp seeds and a bunch of mustard. I love spicy mustard as a dip. Um, usually I will have some hummus on hand, so I'll dip things in there. I will do like, I'll eat the whole cucumber. I won't even slice it up. I'll just hang on to it and like have it in my mouth like a cigar. And that's, that's what I've got going on. I also have been really liking the Banza, Banza pizza, not pizza, pasta. Really great. Um, I'll do sometimes a black bean soup. Sometimes I will do, if I'm going out, then I'm usually getting um, a big, huge salad with a, with a bunch of little toppings. And I'll try and get my protein in earlier, either with a smoothie or things like that. And again, you don't if you're not working out a shit ton during the week, like six days a week, or if you're not lifting heavy, or if you're not whatever, then really don't be worried about protein. If you have a balanced diet, you're going to be just fine. Seriously, don't overthink the protein. That's what I, it's like the most common question. People are like, yeah, I've been trying to stick with low carb, stick with high protein. I'm like, you're, that's gonna deplete you and it's going to make you age a little bit faster. It, um, oxidizes a lot of your cells. It doesn't lend itself to much youth. So don't (laughs) worry too much about the protein. You're going to be fine. Make sure that you're eating a really vital, uh, base to your meals. So go to the farmer's market, find what's local, find what's in season, do that, roast up some beets, have some lentils, you know, mix some things up. Yeah. Or I'll do like, um, quinoa with black beans and a shit ton of vegetables. That's also a go-to for me. And Ooh, little, little pause right here. I have little Howard in my lap right now. And he's so sweet. If you don't follow me on in 
not Instagram. It's at Eliza G underscore fitness. And I've got videos of my roommates, Chihuahua Howard, all over the place. He's amazing. He weighs about three or four pounds, maybe. He's smaller than a houseplant, smaller than a Frisbee. He's curled in between my crotch and my, I have like crisscross applesauce legs and he's in between the circle in my legs. I don't know how he gets this small. He has to physically like shove his snout into his butthole to get that small, but he ends up being just like one of those little ring loop things. You know those keychains that you just put around your wrist? He gets like that in his body. I feel like I could stick my hand through the center of his body right now and he would just wrap around my wrist and I could wear him like jewelry all day. Love you. You're so cute. You're so cute. Um anyways, his name is Howard and I'm trying to convince my roommate to make an Instagram for him cuz he's very famous. Very famous. Love you. So um he's with me right now. And then I know that that's diet. I know that that is um I actually, I also, I will tell you, because I've been telling everyone in an obnoxious way, I feel like telling people that I'm going to do something makes me much more accountable. So I will do, I haven't had alcohol in two weeks, which in Charleston is tough. Everything you do kind of involves alcohol, whether it's going out to dinner, um, what else do people do? Going, going for a walk. Everyone's like, well, should we make a drink to go? I'm like, I mean, you can. Either way, we were out on the boat last weekend and I really gave myself a pat on the back. We were out on the boat, sunset, everyone was having rosé and I just, I had water, I had snacks and it was, I, I realized that when I'm not drinking, I don't miss it after a certain point. During the beginning, there's still that kind of adapting phase where I'm like, "Mm, everyone's drinking. I really want to hold on to a drink. But then after I have like a few six sips, I'm like, oh, okay, that's like kind of good. I'm feeling socially lubricated. We're all fine. Um, And then I'm like, but did I even need those three sips? So I feel like there's this point where if you can just get past the first 45 minutes to an hour of not drinking, maybe have a seltzer, you know, do do what you need to do. Have a spin drift, the mango orange kind. It's great. Um, if you can get past that first 45 minutes to an hour of not drinking, you really start to understand like, okay, I'm here for my friends. I'm here for the food. I'm here to make memories. I'm here to spend time. You don't always need to drink. And I feel amazing. I got both two workouts in. I haven't had an off day in like eight or nine days. And that's fine with me because I don't feel, I mean, I'm sore, but I don't feel, I just feel like I've worked hard and I can keep going. I don't feel exhausted. I don't feel depleted. I'm proud of myself. So I'm saying that shit out loud. So if y'all ever need some tips on how to um, kind of just, here's my biggest tip. And I'll be honest with you. I've talked about this a lot with people. I'm like, yeah, I'm not drinking this weekend. They're like, wow, great, boring. So yeah, there's been a little bit of that feeling of judgment or that feeling of, oh my God, she keeps talking. She's not drinking this weekend. We get it, we get it. But people don't really realize how tough that is because I feel like this weekend, I did have to say no to a couple of situations where I otherwise would have drank. There's this place called the Windjammer that I really wanted to go to, really wanted to see these friends, but I knew that I've literally never seen a sober person there. So it's not an environment that lent itself to supporting that goal that I had of not drinking. And when I didn't go, I ended up being really productive that day. I went to the pool. I still got some sun. I laughed really hard with some friends. It was great. And um, yeah, I just, I felt really good. So if you're thinking about not drinking, there's always going to be those times where you're like, oh my God, I want to do that, but this is happening this weekend. There is always going to be that, that time. Don't negotiate with yourself and with your goals. Don't do it. If you have a goal, 
you are the only person who can get you there. And if you have to make a little sacrifice, so be it. I know that a lot of people are like, you know, go with the flow, like live your life, really live your life. But if you really want something, you have to say no to some things and yes to other things. It doesn't mean that you're all about the no's. It just means that you're about different yeses. You know what I mean? So there are going to be times when you really want to go out on the boat where everyone is like hanging off the boat, having this huge time at this regatta, doing all this shit. But if your goal is to really not be drinking, really, really feel amazing the next morning. And you know that if you get on that fucking boat, you're going to have eight Trulies and three tequila shots and maybe make out with a girl if you're a girl and, you know, do some stupid stuff, then maybe, maybe it's a time for you to say no you know, and maybe it's a time for you to go for a long walk. Maybe it's a time for you to call up a friend and say, Hey, do you want to go to lunch today? Maybe it's a time for you to go to the beach and meet up with friends there where you can, you know, if you feel like you are starting to get super tempted to drink, go jump in the water. There are a lot of things to do. So, um, and if you live in a city and you're not near a beach, that's fine. If you're in Charlotte, go to the whitewater center, go do an activity, look some shit up. There are people that don't drink all over the world. What do they do? You know, like it's not the end of the world. I'm realizing. And I'm also not trying to preach, preachy preach. I just know that you just have to make some sacrifices. And I don't think that enough people say that anymore. And they're like, yeah, live your life, like find your balance, do what you want to do. And that's all great. And I do believe that. But I also believe in, yes, wanting something and working towards it, but that's not enough. You really have to work towards it and you have to make those conscious decisions that are going to push you closer towards that goal and what that big picture um, life that you want your life to look like, you know, so you got to really make those decisions, um, and understand that sometimes sacrifice is a really good thing and it opens up a lot of other, you know, areas of your life that you didn't even realize were there. So that's great. And enough about me not drinking. It's very annoying. I understand that. Sorry if you hear that little jingle jingle, it's Howie's little, little camouflage collar that's so small that I could wear as a bracelet. I love you. I love you. And your bulging eyes and your stinky breath. You're the best. So y'all got a dog. (laughs) So the next one that I wanted to talk about was morning routine. And a lot of people will still say like, do you know, and someone actually said this this morning, do you know how much 32 ounces of water is? That's a lot of water. I'm like, yeah, I get it. I do. I'm not lying. I actually have it. I'm sitting in my uh, dining room recording this podcast, looking at my French press, looking at my tea kettle, looking at my 32 ounces of room temperature water. I still have like three sips left, but it's still, I drink about 30 ounces. Um, I really do do a pinch of Himalayan sea salt. I'll put it in there at night. I prep all my coffee. I do organic Trader Joe's beans at night. Um, I'll grind them up. They're fresh. They're super aromatic. I love them so much. I'll set it all up so that in the morning, my tea kettle is already filled. I just turn it on, wait for it for two minutes to boil. I put it over my French press while I'm waiting for that. I will chug my water. So I'll do it in sets of three. I'll take like four huge gulps, put it down. Maybe I'll go brush my teeth then go back, take four huge gulps and then I'll go pee, come back, take four huge, two huge gulps while I'm Um, pouring the water over my coffee. And then while I'm mixing up my coffee, I'll take the last little bit. So it's not that bad. Again, people are like, oh, I just never drink that much water. I don't really get that. 
I really don't. All you have to do is just make these habits a little easier for yourself. If you're setting yourself up for failure by not ever having a water bottle, by not ever putting a timer on your phone, I can't tell you how many people I've advised to put a little timer on their phone. I used to put a timer on my GCAL when I worked at Yelp in a corporate setting for two years, sitting on my ass for nine hours a day, making cold calls. I would put a timer on my phone to either go take a lap around the office, go outside or drink water. I'm like, just, just do it. It's not, this isn't even a sacrifice. It's just drink more water. And if you feel like you're one of those people that really has a tough time drinking water, put, make it a little more efficient for your body. Put some of that pink Himalayan sea salt to replace um, any of those minerals that are lost throughout your day and let it absorb into your body, you know? So definitely have honestly do 32 ounces in the morning. And if you can't do 32, do 24, you know, work your way up. And, um, so that's what I'll do in the morning. And then at night, well, I also read a page from the daily stoic every single day. And I just finished my book atomic habits and I journal a little bit in the morning. And I know that sounds like a lot takes about four or five minutes for me to do. So I'll make my coffee, do my water and all that shit. Then I'll bring it, the coffee back to my room. I'll snuggle up. I'm wearing a white robe. It's disgusting. I know it's actually my sister's from when she graduated college, like 50 years ago. Sorry, Alexa. Um, but anyways, it's hers and it's amazing. So I'm sitting in my robe, drinking my coffee, reading my daily stoic, highlighting some shit. Haven't looked at my phone yet. And I'm telling you, if you start your day by looking at your work email, your work phone, if you live a stressful lifestyle at all, you better not turn that shit on for the le- at least the first 10 minutes that you wake up. At least brush your teeth, wash your face, take a shit, take a pee. Do what you have to do to start your morning for you instead of as soon as you open your phone, you're working for someone else. I don't care if you're responding to DMs. I don't care if you're looking at other people's Instagram stories. I don't care if you're checking your email. You're working for someone else as soon as you pick up that phone. It's just the fact of it. If you see that you have a text message come in, you automatically think, okay, I got to respond to that per- that person. There you are, working for someone else. No, work for you for the first at least 10 minutes that you wake up. If you can't do that, then w- just start there. I don't care if you eat a kale salad for dinner. I don't care if you do, you know, three workouts a week, eight workouts a week, 15 workouts a week. I don't give a shit. If you can't set aside 10 minutes from yourself in the morning, I don't want to hear it. Don't come to me until you do that. Okay. fixes like 90% of problems with stress. Okay. So you do that. I'm highlighting, I'm journaling a little bit. I'm writing my goals um, for the day, for the week, or just usually it's been saying like, I want to foster these good relationships. I want to truly monetize the podcast in a big way. I want to, um, and yeah, that's a goal. I'll put it out there. I mean, why wouldn't I, I love what I do and why not make money from it? Um, I want to be able to work remote from anywhere and I want to keep like delivering a great product to people that I work with every single day. So those are my goals. Uh, just as of late, I also just want to make sure that I'm prioritizing health, mental, physical, and emotional. So those are, it's super simple. You write those things down, you put it out in the world, you manifest it. I manifest it every week by saying it out loud to you guys. It's amazing. Um, So I'll do all of that. And then once I am done journaling, um, I'll read like three pages in a book, maybe even two. I try my goal for my books, and this is me getting really specific, like I said. For my books, I try and at least turn one page. So I try and at least read two pages. my goal is to at least have to turn a page so physically I can see progress in finishing a book. I get such a high when I finish a book. I'm on my second one. It's called Slut Ever, and it's about like female empowerment. Even though I truly, this is gonna sound, this is gonna piss some people off, I'm sure. I'm really not like a feminist at all, but it's all about sex and it's great. She's 
got amazing content. Her stories are hilarious. They're insane. They talk about her like banging people under bridges when she um, just wanted to, you know, a fake kidnapping when she made this guy send like dick pics to his old girlfriend. Like it's really funny. So I'm, I'm reading that a couple times just for levity. I like, I like fiction. I like nonfiction. I try and mix it up. So there's that. And um, then my night routine. So it does change slightly, but not really. So I'll do, there's this brand called Sun Potion. So, oh, let me get even more specific. So it's getting to be around eight o'clock. My roommates and I were home. Sorry, Howard. Putting him down. He needs to stretch his little legs. So it's, let's say around eight o'clock, things are winding down in the casita and my roommate Liza goes to her bathroom and she gets a melatonin and I'm like girl hook it up so I like to take a little bit of melatonin been doing it for a few weeks now and I've used to do it more often but um now that I'm really realizing that it does just help with your sleep patterns not just your um like putting you to sleep it doesn't knock me out it doesn't make me super tired but when I lay my head down I'm like ooh, restful sleep and then so I'll do a melatonin I won't have been eating since maybe 7.45. Last night I ate a little bit later, so 8. And then I will have my elixir. So sometimes I'll do that cacao elixir that I talked about. I really do it like probably three or four times a week. It's got some cacao, a little bit of almond milk, mostly water, a little bit of honey, cinnamon, and I'll just blend it up, but I'll put reishi in it, which is an adaptogen, and it's really great for like calming your nerves and settling you down before bed. It's got a bunch of different... Um, benefits but I use the sun potions brand and oh my god (laughs) you guys Howard when he gets sad my roommate never leaves him during the day ever um she brought she usually brings him to work right now he is sitting looking out the window so longingly you probably heard that little jingle if you want to know what that was that was him going into her bedroom and pulling out her shirt that she slept in last night he is now nuzzling his face into it on the sofa so he's just this little tiny chihuahua pulling out this t-shirt dragging it along the floor trot 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 it is the cutest thing and so usually when i come home from work there will be one of my shirts one of my roommates hannah's pieces of clothing and then one of his mother's pieces of clothing all strewn about the living room because he just needs the scent. All right. I'll take a picture and post it on Instagram. Um, but if you follow me on Instagram, go click on my latest story. It has a link to sun potions, which is the brand I've been using. And I had heard about it and actually, um, yeah, someone, I don't know how these got to our house about, I feel like it was like six months ago. I don't know, but these got to our house and I'd used them before and used adaptogens before, but I loved the reishi. So I'll put a little bit of reishi in there. I'll do like a teaspoon and a half of reishi powder. It doesn't have any flavor, but about 20 minutes after I, after I take this, I am getting knocked out. If I lay my head down, I am out. So I'll go have my tea and then I'm getting ready for bed. I use Natura Colina. It's a facial skin line. It's coconut oil based. Um, if your facial wash is based in water, I recommend looking at some other different kinds, uh, just because water 
is does not absorb into the body think about dolphins um water does not absorb into the body it has to have an oil base to really penetrate through your skin so that way you are getting the other types of beneficial ingredients of your skincare product so if you're doing like vitamin c it has to be in a good oil make sure that you have an oil base that type of thing so i'll do natura kalina i've been breaking out a lot lately so i've been using their botanical set so it dries it out usually i like my skin dewy and oily and so i'll do um more of just like a chamomile calming face wash and y'all don't realize I was dealing with cystic acne like less than a year ago until I got my IUD out and then it not completely went away because I'm breaking out like a mo right now but for the most part gone I mean as soon as I got my IUD taken out gone I have other podcasts on that y'all can look it up but so I'll do that and I'll wash my face brush my teeth all that good stuff and when I get into bed I try to put my phone on airplane mode every night I'll play a I used to play like a guided meditation when I sleep but I've been doing just a rainstorm app so I'll just go on Spotify look up rainstorm and have that playing I'll put my phone on airplane mode um I'll have it face down on the ground have my alarm set all that good stuff so I don't have to worry about it yes your alarm will go off if you're on airplane mode and um then I'll try and do my memory book so I have a memory book that I've had done for about six years it's the only thing that I've really ever been the most consistent with so I'll write one memory of the day it has to be good but I'll write one memory of the day in that memory book and it's just usually like one line like I did this today and I felt this way today that's it then I'll read like one or two pages of my book lights off everything's good I'll usually use some like CBD oil on my wrists or on my temples before I head to bed put on my face mask not face mask I'll put on my um, silk sleep mask that I know a couple of you guys have gotten based on this podcast so thanks and um yeah, that's what I do. That's my day-to-day, day in the life. That's my diet. That's my nutrition. Um, this has been a lot of me talking in my living room. I'm sure you guys are sick of it, but if you're not, here's what I will tell you. So we've been interviewing a lot of really fun people on the podcast lately, and you guys have really been seeming, you've been seeming to like it. So um, what I will tell you is that next week, or not next week, uh, I'm setting up a time this week to talk with Trina Felber. So Trina Felber is Primal Life Org. If you follow her on Instagram, she has this incredible brand. It's called Primal Life Organics. Look it up. It's at Primal Life Org, O-R-G on Instagram. And she has organic, um, not even just organic, but the most incredible um, face skincare. She's got natural deodorants, balms. She's got what I really want to talk to her about is our the skincare and the dental health. So I didn't actually realize how important dental health was until I heard what she was talking about. She said that a lot of the times the fluoride in our toothpaste and the chemicals in our toothpaste are actually just meant to like numb us and it doesn't help with sensitivity. She says that the sensitive the toothpaste that she created, it helps with sensitivity. I can't bite into a popsicle with my bottom teeth or my whole mouth will shut down in pain and freeze. So I have super sensitive bottom teeth and I was listening to a podcast with her and she was saying how, oh, if you probably hear an airplane outside, she heard, she said that if you use her toothpaste for like three or four days, your teeth will really start to hurt. But that really is just the 
bad shit being stripped away and the minerals and protective minerals being built back up on your teeth. She was like, just keep going, keep going. So I am super excited for this. If you guys have questions about, um, natural teeth whiteners, if you're interested in learning more about, um, toothpastes and what types of chemicals we have in our toothpaste, like the best thing you should do for your teeth and your gums and the best thing you should do for your skin and what kind of rules you need to be following in order to best have the best skin that you want. I can't wait to talk to her. I actually reached out to her like two or three times because in the past like month I've reached out to her two or three times and I really, really, really wanted to interview her because she, I'm not kidding you. She's, I feel like she's family. She's a wealth of knowledge. She's so smart. Go check her out. Her personal Instagram is Trina, T-R-I-N-A. F-E-L-B-E-R, Trina Felber. And then her business, which I really want you guys to follow, is at Primal Life Organic. She's a wife. She's a mom. She's a writer. Um, she's a natural nurse, public figure, speaker, beauty hacker. Um, she's amazing. So go check it out. And we can also talk about natural deodorants and how it will remove toxins from your body. Oh, I can't wait. So oh, I can't wait. So either way, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, be on the lookout for the next podcast. It is Thursday, and I hope you guys enjoy your weekend. And, um, let me know what questions you have, feedback, comments, likes, concerns, anything like that. Make sure you are subscribing, sharing all that good stuff. Um, have a great conference call. Have a great day.